0: All right. Welcome back to Real Life Keto Radio, where we're interviewing our friend, Debbie. Where exactly are you? Because we are currently in Kentucky, and I don't think that's where you are. (laughs) Oh, stop it. Uh, For those of you (laughs) listening on the radio, Debbie just and showed us the ocean. Beautiful (sighs) ocean. It's our happy place.
1: We're at Clearwater
0: Beach. Yes, my happy place. Oh, Very nice. So that's why we might be experiencing a little bit of technical difficulties. Um, Debbie is talking to us while sitting on her balcony overlooking the
2: ocean. (laughs) Yeah, I know it's it's terrible. I'm so sorry.
0: (laughs) That's not really (laughs) studio with ringing phones. Yeah, no beach. (laughs) Yeah. So Debbie, um, I'm like you. Like I fell in love with yoga. I did want to share it, but it is intimidating to kind of put yourself out there as the Mm -hmm. person you know, who's helping people, but it's so rewarding, right? Because when when it's done for you, you are like, you do feel a compulsion to share it with other people. Um, so let's switch gears a little bit. How did you connect with us and what drew you into maybe the keto space as opposed to just the yoga space?
2: So I'll make this as short as possible, but I had terrible digestive issues. So I have been, uh, fitness and wellness have been huge to me for many years because, um, well, when you're miserable, you wanna seek out what's gonna help make you better, right? So gluten-free and um, started out gluten-free many, many years ago, and then it just kind of evolved. And a couple years ago, I did keto, was awesome. I came here, visited family, ate all the carbs, got back home, couldn't get back on it. Um, so then go back to February, I guess February of this year, is all it's been. Um, I was like, I, I need to get back on keto because it's what worked. It's what makes me feel better. Um, so, I mean, honestly, I just prayed and I said I had to get started again. And I asked for something to help me. And I saw an ad on social media for the Real Life Keto Challenge. And um, here I am. I just, I fell in love with the accountability and the people and the fact that it's real. And I don't know, um, you guys are real. Your videos are real. They're not um Bones it's, just, it's relatable. Yeah. Phones <laughs> bones ringing, bugs flying by, you know, whatever okay. happens. It's just, it's just what it is. It's real. It's, it's uh, raw, it's uh, raw in a good way. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it's what makes it relatable to so many of us, mostly women. I mean, I know there are a few guys, you know, my husband went through the challenge and he enjoyed it too, but um, yeah, so I loved it so much. I just didn't want to go away.
1: Oh, I love that so much. You know, this is something I don't say very often. But did you know that the challenge was originally called the 21 Day Challenge from Keto Curious to Keto Confident? Now, I came up with that name. I thought it was pretty amazing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And about six or eight months in, Rebecca's like, I mean, it's kind of a long name. I don't know. I felt like the title needed to tell everything about the challenge. And she said, what about Real Life Keto Challenge? And I was like, yes, that is exactly what we are. We are so real people can relate to that but also our goal is to help people find what will fit in their real life so it's such a perfect name and it has become kind of our motto like that really is what we stand for um so i love you know we hear that a lot that resonates with people they're like you're just so authentic i feel like i'm just right there in the room with you because you're talking so casually (laughs) i mean sometimes we maybe should be a little bit more formal but we just We do, we feel like all the people in our Keto Sisters community, they have become our friends and we have built a family. And um, there's so much power in that. And people are sustaining the keto lifestyle in ways that they never did before because they have that accountability. And it's hard when you're trying to do the keto lifestyle and you look around and everywhere you look is day on donuts and cupcakes and soda. And you're like, oh, it's just hard. It's easy to get sucked back in sometimes. But when you can go online and find other people posting their recipes and celebrating their wins and cheering you on, there's so much power in that. Um, And so we do have the Real Life Keto Challenge. But if you're interested in even more accountability after that, then we have a monthly accountability group where people really love to, just like you said, kind of stay and hang out with their people. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Our community is so huge. And if this whole, like, past 24 months or however many it's been since the world's gone topsy-turvy has shown us anything, it's that. There are some people that are very divisive and there are some people that are community oriented Mm -hmm. and drawn to community because there's power Mm -hmm. there, there's strength, there's accountability, there's support, there's encouragement. Yes, you can go on social media and pick a fight with anyone Mm -hmm. and it's going to leave you feeling empty and angry and sad. Or you can use social media like we do to connect with like-minded people Mm -hmm. who are in the pursuit of better and who support each other in that, in that goal. And um, sometimes we talk about kind of being the black sheep, you know, if you're the only person in your friend group or in your family, who's trying to do a keto lifestyle, you can get made fun of a lot, you know, a lot of eye rolling and, oh, don't you wish you could eat this. And, and especially as you get started, that can be so discouraging. Mm-hmm. It can be so hard to be kind of that lone person, that lone person until you start getting more and more of the benefits. Mm-hmm. And when you right. see- Benefits played out in your life and in the lives of the people around you, the community, it just may and makes you want to dig in. And then you realize it's the other people who are missing out.
1: Yeah, I love the phrase. At first, they will ask you why you're doing it. And then they will ask you how you did it. You know, when they mm-hmm. see the results, when they see this community of people who just feel good. So they're able to give back. And, um, you know, you can see as we're aging, we are aging differently because we feel good, because we are taking care of ourselves.
2: Yeah. And yeah. And- Uh, Not to bring it back to yoga or include yoga back in there, but I think it's perfect. I mean, my age, and there there are people a lot younger than me that are like, oh, I'm getting so old. Oh, my body. Oh, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. One, what are you putting on the end of your fork? Two, how are you moving your body or why aren't you moving your body? Mm -hmm. Three, you need to be doing yoga because, I don't know, I think the whole world needs yoga and maybe there wouldn't be so much divisiveness on social media. But. Mm
0: -hmm. You know, something um, that you said made me remember a couple of years ago, I was getting my annual physical, you know, because I do try to be very proactive about my health and do my screenings and everything that I'm supposed to do. And one of the things he had me do was to to bend over and he said, reach for your toes. I mean, I wasn't warmed up. I wasn't, you know, I was just straight off the street. I just flopped over and put my palms on the floor and he was like, show off. And I, was like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, it's I I something that I do every, Right move my body in that way. And just, so when he said to do it, that's what I thought he meant. So I just did it. <laughs> and he said that he has 12 year olds that can't even come close to, to touching their toes, mm-hmm. let alone a yeah. floor. And I was like, I, I was kind of mm-hmm. taken aback. I knew maybe people my age and older might not have that flexibility, but for a young, someone so young. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was like, wow. What has our country come mm-hmm.
1: to? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's so funny, when we were talking about, when you. I loved what you said, what are you putting on the end of your fork and how are you moving your body? I thought, no matter what- They go together. What?
2: They go together.
1: They do, and no matter what you do, it always comes back to diet and exercise. It's like there's a million books written about how to get healthy, different hacks and things you can do. Basically, you gotta be intentional about what you eat and about what you do with your body, and that's, that's where it's at, and it makes such a difference. And it's like we know it, Before I started this, when I was eating fast food all the time and not taking care of myself at all, like I knew that going through that fast food restaurant was not as good of a choice as eating a salad at home. But I didn't really correlate how big of an impact what I was putting in my mouth, what that was doing to my body. Like I didn't make, I honestly didn't make the connection, which seems silly now, but I think that's
0: where a lot of people are, honestly. And I think what Debbie said is so important, you guys, because she said that those two things work together. Because if you're out there listening and you've ever had a friend who thought he or she could out exercise his or her diet, mm-hmm. right? Like they wanted to eat all of the fun junk food and they would run as much as they needed to or biked as much as they wanted to. And they thought that would like kind of balance things out. That ain't how it works people. I mean, you might wish it were, but it doesn't. I mean, I have, it, my husband loves to cycle just like Bridget's does. And they'll do these century rides or these 75 mile rides and all these big organized rides. Mm-hmm. And if you look around, the people that are doing it, you know, are exercising all the time if they can exercise and ride for that long of a time. But a lot of them still have like a huge midsection mm-hmm. and they just don't look healthy. They don't look like athletes because they are out eating their exercise. Right. 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 It, all,
1: it all
2: comes back to it because even with eating, you know, yoga just makes you more aware of everything. And if you want to be kind to yourself, you're going to start thinking more about what you're putting in your body and how you're treating yourself and others. I don't know. Namaste. (laughs) Making it fun for him too, because you know, like we said, yoga is intimidating, but making it fun, making it approachable to all.
0: That's what my goal is. It can be accessible to any fitness level and any level of flexibility. I mean, people are like, I'm not flexible. I can't do yoga. I'm like, if you're not flexible, you need, you need to do yoga. yoga. All right, I'm convinced. All right, I'm going to start yoga. Right, we got our soul. Yes.
1: Okay. You guys are very convincing. I love it. And it makes so much sense. And I know my body would feel better if I did it. OK, I've got some rapid fire questions for you, which means even though it's going to be tough, try to just give like one to five word answers. I made that up. One to 10. OK? OK, OK. What is your favorite keto substitute? Probably zoodles.
2: Mm. Those are good.
1: What is your favorite benefit? Feeling great. That's all you have to say. That's right. (laughs) What do you miss the most?
2: I don't really miss a lot because it makes me feel bad. And there there is a substitute for almost anything out there. So
1: I. I,
0: And there's no substitute for feeling better. That's exactly right.
1: Yes. Right. right. What surprised you about keto?
0: Fruit. Mm. I mean, I know it shouldn't but it did. Yeah. It's a shocker. Yeah. It has a lot of sugar. Just consider Mm -hmm. it nature's dessert as a treat uh, and you'll be much better off. Yeah.
1: Yeah. What is
0: the biggest misconception that people have about keto?
1: That you have to eat the same thing all the time or that it's boring. Mm -hmm. Totally not true. Do you test your ketones? Yes. How many of those
2: crazy people, uh, blood. Okay.
1: And how often do you do it?
2: Sometimes every day, sometimes every three or four days, just depends, and it depends on how I've been eating.
1: Okay, and um, what is the best piece of advice that you have for beginners? Just start. Don't Um, worry about perfection, just start. Love it. Okay, and what do you wish everyone knew about keto? Doesn't have to be difficult. Oh, so true. I think the theme of this is yoga and simplicity, right? Keep it simple. I yes. love it. Debbie, it has been so awesome having you on here. Thank you for pushing through all the challenges per the usual. <laughs>
0: And for suffering on your balcony, overlooking the ocean to talk to us. I mean, her hair is just, it's amazing. (laughs) Thank you
2: guys so much for having me.
0: All right, guys. Unfortunately for you all, this is our last episode for the radio. Um, We have really enjoyed being on the air here in Lexington, Kentucky. We've learned a lot. Thank you for your patience and dealing with us as newbies. We just have a lot going on in the Keto Sisters world. So we're going to direct our focus in other ways, but, um, it's it's been a great run yes it has been so fun it's taught us so much and it has just
1: been a joy every time we come into the studio, just like a fun little adventure that we're gonna miss. Um, we love bringing guests. And we've done it guests. for a year. Yeah, over a year we've been doing this. We loved bringing guests on, um, but we just have had to, we have so many things going on now in the keto system space that we just had to kind of start eliminating some things. Um, and unfortunately this was one, um,
0: just because it is a bit of a t- more of a time commitment than we can do right now. But we appreciate being on here. A huge shout out to Radio Lex WLXU um, FM here in Lexington. And um, for just giving us this opportunity, we've really enjoyed it. But that's it for now. Go create your best life.
1: So, if you're interested in learning more, you can go to reallifeketo.com. We have tons of resources there to help you on your real life keto journey. Lots of content to help you maximize what you're trying to do with your health. Now, Rebecca was a lawyer. I am a lawyer. Rebecca is a lawyer, so she loves
0: disclaimers. Here she goes. Okay, so we are not your medical professionals. In fact, we are not medical professionals. We're merely sharing our experiences and our opinions. And so you should not take anything that we say or present as medical advice. Moreover, you should always consult with your medical provider before making any changes to your supplementation, your nutrition, your exercise, whether or not you fast, just run all that by your medical provider. Also, any results we present may not be typical and are not guaranteed. Do you feel disclaimed? Do you know anyone else who uses the word
1: moreover? Now, if you've made it this far, you would probably really get along well with Rebecca, but I would definitely make fun of you for (laughs) it. Rebecca was a lawyer. I am a lawyer. Rebecca is a lawyer, so she loves
0: disclaimers, Here she goes. Okay, so we are not your medical professionals. In fact, we are not medical professionals. We're merely sharing our experiences and our opinions. And so you should not take anything that we say or present as medical advice. Moreover, you should always consult with your medical provider before making any changes to your supplementation, your nutrition, your exercise, whether or not you fast, just run all that by your medical provider. Also, any results we present may not be typical and are not guaranteed. Do you feel disclaimed? Do you know anyone else who uses the word
1: moreover? Now, if you've made it this far, you would probably really get along well with Rebecca, but I would definitely make fun of you for it. <laughs>